0: Welcome to We Accidentally Vaporized Our Podcast. I'm Lauren. And I'm Lachlan, and this is Season 3 of our Percy Jackson Recap Analysis. We're reading the Titans curse and providing you with some hot takes, random headcanons, and some hopefully lighthearted disagreements.
1: So get ready to curse some Titans or get cursed by the Titans. Either way, we'll find out in this season of We Accidentally Vaporized Our Podcast.
0: Hello, welcome to We Actually Vaporize, our podcast. I am Lachlan, fantastic host supreme, joined by my underling host, Lauren.
1: Wow, you know, I think I am I would like to turn in my uh, letter of res- re- resignation now, uh, <laughs> give my two weeks notice. I just don't think I'm appreciated enough here, um, but thankfully you get the chance right now to get a new co-host i guess in uh, quinn
0: yeah secretly this is a tryout for you
1: quinn anyway <laughs> oh my it's a new <laughs> <We're> joined- <laughs> yes i have a
0: new title <laughs> <laughs> yes we're joined this week by um quinn from the monstrous Women podcast which lauren and i have been on a previous episode of the cersei episode so go check that yes. out if you haven't already yes quinn tell us about yourself hello 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 like <laughs> uh my name is quinn as said before i host the mon- or co-host the monstrous woman podcast where we talk about women or female identifying monsters and how they are characters i should say not monsters because most of the time we're like these are not monsters um yeah mm. characters and how they are portrayed as monstrous women but that's a very serious podcast compared to the joy that is Percy Jackson. Uh, so I'm really excited to talk to you guys today. Uh, I'm also excited yeah. to be on this episode um, where they go to a museum because that is actually my work job, like pay money thing. I work at a museum, so they bring me joy, so yay yes i feel like i went to this museum at some point in life i think i've been to both probably i feel like everyone's been to dc the, at some point in life yeah. if like you live on the east coast
1: but, i i yeah. we could, i thought we were gonna get into this later but no i have been to this new museum and the one thing i remember from this museum is being there and thinking oh my gosh this was the museum in titan's curse <laughs> that was like my thought process <laughs>
0: I love that for you, Lauren. So, since you're already talking,
1: Lauren, do you want to tell us about
0: what happened last week?
1: Yes! So, we have our recap from last week, chapter 9. Basically, what happens is uh, Percy is stalking the quest group. He is following them like a little creeper, uh, (laughs) and he follows them all the way down to DC. But before he gets to DC, he gets intercepted by... Mr. D, um, who gives him a short little history lesson about how the dangers of heroes sort of inserting themselves, um, but inserting themselves into like more, and not even really mortal affairs, like just like how a hero's hubris can utterly destroy those around them. Um, And Mm -hmm. Percy's like, I don't understand why this matters. And Mr. D is like, that makes sense. Um, I just want to say, that
0: reminds me of, I don't know if anyone here ever watched um, Firefly, the show, or Mm -hmm. Serenity. Well, I didn't get all the way through it, but...
1: Yeah. How do you not great. get all? It's only ten episodes. I feel like if you start it, oh, you might. I'm sorry. I'm judging you. I know.
0: I don't know how. I just was, was like, time. all right. I'll 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 finish it when there's more. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, there's <laughs> was, there was never more. <gasps> yeah. Anyway, so there's an episode where there's like a robbery going on. Everyone's like down on the floor, like you do, right? And one guy starts to pull a gun, and Zoe sees him and is like, "Don't be a hero. Heroes heroes are the ones that get other people killed." Yeah, Which was just exactly, and that line has stuck with me like for years. Like, I've not seen that episode in so long, but it's like, yes, like the heroes, the ones that make it home at the end and have left all these like Odysseus, like literally everyone in his crew died except for him. Like, yeah,
1: yeah, all people, but he's always
0: like, How great were you if all of your men
1: died? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, but he got home and that's all that mattered, yeah. Um, so, just made me think of that, The yeah, last chapter, once uh, he got to DC. He saw Dr. Thorne His old rival um, Who He ends up following uh, Thorne Into the National Air and Space Museum Which is the museum that we were talking about earlier um, Thorne no, I mean, Ends Natural up meeting History with museum, a couple right? of...
0: yeah, yeah,
1: what,
0: No, yeah, he the Air and Space the nat- Museum No, this chapter they're in, they're in Air and Space He follows Thorne into the National History Museum For the secret villain meeting
1: oh my god that's
0: where yeah, the fossils right. are two museums <laughs> twice the knowledge one like yes, overarching i'm right. so all sorry part of the same complex no it's that's not. why we have three people today to support oh lauren and her journey to recap last week um, <laughs> It's
1: okay so either way he follows them he follows thorn into a museum Thorne has a super secret bad guy meeting with the general, who we finally get to see, sort of. Yeah, we end up seeing him. Um, and Luke is there, but clearly the general is pulling rank on Luke and sort of doesn't really like Luke. And it's sort of like, well, you're only here because of your purpose. And then doesn't elaborate on any of that. Um, and what they end up doing is planting these teeth and kittens come out of it. Um which they were not expecting. They thought they were going to get something a lot cooler, but they ended up the next round of teeth that go in. They get these what they call perfect hunters. It's a skeletons that apparently are just going to hunt whatever is whatever smell is given to them. And Percy sees that they're going to get um Bianca's scarf and is like, oh no, Bianca, I gotta save this girl I met two days ago. And so he runs in, grabs the scarf, and is like, yeah, I'm awesome. And then realizes that the skeleton ripped his shirt, and now he's the prey, as they're going to hunt him down to the ends of the earth, and there's nothing that can stop them. And that's where the chapter ended. Yeah, pretty dark, pretty dramatic. (laughs)
0: Yeah, so this is a much more fun chapter this week. But Quinn, before we get started on the next chapter, I have a question for you, because I have some beef with Percy Uh-oh. that we need to discuss. So, okay. so Percy started referring to people <laughs> as his old enemies, specifically Clarice, Luke, and even Dr. Thorne, I think he's called him his old no, enemy. No, he didn't.
1: That was just me, because I okay, knew we were you were gonna bring okay. it up.
0: Well, yeah, Luke and Clarice, he he's called both of them his old enemy. And my personal thought on this is, like, bro, you've known these people for, like, a year and a half, two years. It has not been long enough to call them your old enemy. What would you consider yeah, to be a longer time? Percy is, like, or? a dramatic kid. So, <laughs> like, I feel like Percy, if he wasn't a demigod, he would be in the drama club at school. So, like,
1: I <laughs> think he is it, okay
0: he's like, like ah my old enemy we meet at last like i feel like he's just that type of guy <laughs> that's amazing i think that that's the best possible answer you could have given that's fantastic but it's just like, i don't know if it's just like rick got really hung up on that phrase because it's come up twice in this book already i think it was used once in sea of monsters like it's come it a few times already. Like, dude, come yeah, on. Yeah, it's, it's not a been little soon in Sea of Monsters. It's like dude, yeah. you've met Clarice <laughs> maybe once
1: before. Like, yeah, yeah or whatever. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> no, I think it. I think it kind of works because it. Luke is like Percy's only enemy. Percy is only focused on. Yeah. Luke. Yeah. Like that is all he thinks of in any given situation. Is like, oh my god, is Luke gonna be here and can I fight him? Like. Yeah so i kind of get where he's like luke is my old enemy he's the one i'm fighting he's the guy he's like the big in his mind i think luke is like the big head honcho controlling all this the strings so like yeah. anytime he runs into anyone for like the second time they're like oh this is my new enemy that's speaking, he's my
0: old enemy luke and <laughs> we may have said this before but i think it could also be a dig at how much older luke is than everyone else like yes. how, my old enemy <laughs> Yeah. I wonder. Yeah, so, like, it's, I feel like it's Rick trying not to say arch nemesis because he's like, ah, nemesis is yeah. going to be a character. I can't confuse it. <laughs> These children can only handle so much. <laughs> oh my God. No, That makes sense, though. I, I support. All right. So let's get into it then. Chapter 10. I break a few rocket ooh, ooh. ships. Oh, goodness. No, those are government property, Percy. You're going to get on the blacklist.
1: I know, right? And Lauren
0: has run away from us forever. And that's okay with me. So, <laughs> Percy You're runs so across rude, the mall. You're so rude, Lachlan. <laughs> so, Percy tears across the mall, running now towards the Air and Space Museum, where the actual quest group went in earlier. Percy has taken off his invisibility cap because, you know, he doesn't it's care about- It's not his,
1: it's Annabeth's.
0: I know, but he keeps calling it his invisibility cap. I know it's big very issue. inconsiderate.
1: It's a big issue.
0: Doesn't it's like we really? know Annabeth's in like, Annabeth's invisibility cap, but no, no. It says I, I took no. off my invisibility cap once I was through the mission area. Just and this is the second time my he said mine because I thought he would respect ownership. But no, <laughs> you you think that Percy respects women based off of how he was raised?
1: Apparently not. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think that's I don't think it's about respecting women. I think that's about respecting other people's property. I'm also like, very actually, much joking right now. No, but, but also like, like, I, after I, me. I've definitely probably done that. Where like something's been somebody else's, but once I have it in my possession for like over a day, it's like, oh that's mine. And then I've myself, no, mm-hmm. no, no, no. That is not mine. That is someone's yeah, shit like that, that I stole that all- I've been meaning to return.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's like staying at a hotel. After you're staying there for, like, three days and you're there for a week, you're like, I gotta go home. And the home means the <laughs> hotel. But, yes. Yeah. it's like, yeah, oh, yeah, I know I'm not, this isn't home. But, like, for right now, it's home. Mm-hmm. Like, I have to be here. Yep. <laughs> Definitely. So, Percy's now exposed out in the wild of the Air and Space Museum, trying to find all of his bro's worried of course because the skeleton dudes are coming any minute he wants to get all the families out of there you know like calling back almost to the St. Louis Arch moment when like he was trying to get all the families out yeah. before Kidna murdered him you know but of course he's worried about getting arrested which I feel like you have bigger problems at this point dude honestly being arrested probably would be the best thing for Percy because he might be safe potentially in jail <laughs> compared to out <laughs> in the real world but it wouldn't be bad for the world it would be bad for the world. That is correct. But you know, I care about Percy because I'm selfish. So <laughs> <laughs> Percy then runs into Thalia, knocking her, of course,
1: into an Apollo space capsule. I mean, Can- they're all named Apollo.
0: I mean, no, that was
1: a run of missions, which is so stupid. The Apollo ones went to the moon, but they should have named the moon ones Artemis.
0: They should have. They're have they patriarchy. have a new one. There's a new one called Artemis. Ooh, where's that I mean, one going? Am I on like breaking move? this news? NASA news alert. Yes. There's a new <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's gonna we be a make space mission to the moon called artemis and i initially heard that there was gonna be a plan to have an all-female crew to do that which was awesome but mm-hmm. then i heard more recently that there's a man invited and i'm so disappointed whatever but artemis is finally going to the moon
1: yay well, my, one should... of my favorite absolute favorite moon uh space nasa facts is the fact that um all the moons of jupiter are named after different affairs that jupiter in the uh, mythology had and the shuttle or satellite that went to go to jupiter was named juno yes which is the yeah. roman name of uh, Hera, and it's like so she's favorite going to
0: ever. fight her husband for all of his affairs
1: <laughs> <laughs> i I love it. Like some nerd was like, "This is this is my time."
0: Yeah. No, I remember yeah, seeing some the guy at NASA, when that NASA was, was first just like, now "No, this has good. to be the name. It will make every like nerd on Earth so happy." <laughs> <laughs> this is how we bring back excitement to NASA. <laughs>
1: we got to anyone get... <laughs> who ever read Percy Jackson we is going to be so excited. <laughs> yes, I love it. Oh my
0: god! Yes. Yeah. So Percy jokes. has. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> so Percy has reunited with the quest group Zoe and Bianca almost murder him with some arrows but then when they realize it's actually Good. Percy they change their minds for the moment but he is still a boy so he's on thin ice because again hunters are also, super but- man haters even though they're supposed to get romantic love of all kind with any gender but whatever whatever. we're, we're not angry about it or have concerns <laughs> So Grover is super, super happy that Percy's here, and Percy's like, trying to tell him about what's going on, like Luke's here, and the general, and of course, like Zoe is still not giving more information about who the general is, and like, why it's a big deal what her connection is, which feels like vital information to the quest.
1: No, but if it's personal information to her, there's like- no reason for her to...
0: If it's Sorry, go, personal go. information go.
1: to her, there's no reason for her to have to like volunteer it up. Sure,
0: but and like once to you're me, it class- sort of read. Oh my god, we're just gonna like. No, no, you're okay. It, you're okay. Go ahead. But <laughs> I, it sort of read to me that Bianca might have known ch- the general's relationship to Zoe. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I'm like, it's sort of like, eh, does she or does she not? But she might. I think she just knows a little bit more. So I think Zoe might have a, a confidant on the team. Yes, yeah, yeah. but the also them there's... know because Zoe told Bianca about her dream, but like made Zoe promise that she wouldn't tell Thalia or Grover anything. So oh, that yeah, also knows what's up.
1: How do you how do you pronounce the name of the daughter of Zeus? Talia or Thalia
0: Thalia Thalia. Gosh,
1: Thank you. One of these
0: days. One of these days, I'm going to find a <laughs> So I go by, like, I had a French lesson in eighth grade when I first was reading these books type thing. And the French pronunciation of the T-H is T. Because my French mm-hmm. name, because in my French class, we would get assigned names. So a friend of mine, her name was Océane. And my name, because I thought it was Therese when I picked it up, was Therese. that's incredible maybe that's how we'll credit you (laughs) for this episode (laughs) Tayretz from
1: French (laughs) you know
0: oh my god
1: that's
0: I don't
1: don't think Zoe has to tell especially especially Mm -hmm. because I don't think it's impacting the quest as a whole there's no need for them to know and for all we know this is like vitally personal information to her that is very most likely hard for her to talk about and she shouldn't have to feel pressured to tell them just because they're on a quest
0: okay i think this is gonna be another one of those moments where you just have to agree to disagree because this (laughs) general has been introduced as a major villain person connected to Kronos, connected to luke therefore i think it's important to know who your enemy is so you can be better prepared to defeat them eventually maybe not this book but clearly he is part of the whole situation that is that we're building towards.
1: But how do we how do we know that she knows who he is? We don't know. All we know is that she recognized the name of the general and was like, he can't be here. There's I just think Percy, if he started like asking, would just make it harder for her to feel comfortable telling him. And I think it would also just He's already here when he shouldn't be. So I just think it's stupid to say like, oh, she has to tell because they're on a quest together, but they're not. He just showed up on her quest. Lauren
0: just called me stupid. Did anyone catch that? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I do you said you're you have any like thoughts?
0: Quinn about this. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think I think Zoe's like in her own like she's right to be like, I don't want to tell tell about this man who might have be have something personal to her but if it is important to the quest she should probably share vital information just keep the like personal side of it out but maybe it is something that i i know but like it's something Mm -hmm. that like it it's if you tell uh, non important information or, or non personal information about that the person the general maybe it will tell you personal information about zoe mm. just implied yes. <laughs> i know we'll get that yeah if not i I look back <laughs> like, at the end of the book
1: when we had initially agreed for us to be like spoiler free, we did not think it through in terms of like stuff like this. We're like, like I, I, like knowing what I know about what happens, that I'm trying not to let that affect my opinion in the moment. <laughs> See, you told me
0: I couldn't hang on book
1: book one, so you could be quiet about this now. <laughs> but anyway, Which I'm like- saying there's no need for him to know. Okay. Okay. Again, just has we don't know who he is or how he's important or even if he's important. So we don't need to know.
0: I mean, he has a throne, so I feel like that's important. But okay, we'll carry
1: on. Oh, no, no, no. We'll he does on. not have a throne. They broke into a building and found him a nice ash, nice <laughs> ash chair. Okay, it's not like he has like a real. I don't believe he has a real throne. They broke into and, a museum building. Like
0: it, it he yeah. could. It could be a legit throne. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. But it's not his. Mm-hmm. It could just be a throne in the Natural History Mu- History Museum.
0: So what well, you're saying is if I were to go to a Game of Thrones... History. So you're I saying mean, well, that if I went to a Game of Thrones history. event and I sat on the Iron <laughs> Throne, I would not be the ruler of the Seven Kingdoms. Is that what you're telling me right now?
1: I'm telling you, if you went to a Game of Thrones convention and sat on the throne, you'd be wasting money to sit on a throne. Because you probably had to pay to sit on that at a convention.
0: <laughs> yeah. Not that I would, but I like the idea. Anyway, (laughs) we should probably skip to the actual (laughs) book again. So, Percy says that there are 12 of these skeleton Warriors coming after them, and apparently, Thalia either knows what these things are, or just knows good enough that the idea of skeleton Warriors is something you should be scared about and want to get away from. She she has street smarts. Yeah, she's seen spy kids, too. Yeah, and especially from her time with Annabeth and Luke, I'm doing some great, like... Punching actions to show, to indicate her street smarts (laughs) for (laughs) your viewing (laughs) enjoyment on this audio podcast. Anyway, so he also very importantly tells everyone about this so-called playmate, this horrible monster that has also been sent after them. In addition to the skeleton Warriors, because one is not enough. We got to have 13 things total coming after them. Yeah, we got it for I a little, mean, That's slipped. just Lucky
1: thirteen. I think it's stupid to do thirteen because it's an unlucky number.
0: Mm. Unless they're Taylor Swift. Also, but isn't that like the number of labors Hercules had? And look how his yeah, life turned out. Yeah, the twelve labors, but <laughs> then I think he had an yeah. extra one added on. But oh. yeah, true. You know, I think it might we're have gonna been put a pen in that re- and maybe come back to that in a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And interesting that you bring that up with how, how things go forward with this book. But anyway, mm, so interesting. Grover says that they were following Artemis's trail and she probably came here looking for this mystery monster, but they haven't found anything yet. So what if there's like something else going on with this other monster that's not coming after them? And Zoe, of course, is, like, fully not believing Percy. Like, trying to say that he's lying about the general. Like, she, just, like, she's either scared or concerned or something about this guy.
1: And I mean, like, but it's also, not wanting to deal with it. And also Percy want clearly Percy. wanted to be on this quest. He tried to petition to get on it. He was told no. And now he's showing up and saying that some mythical figure from her past is here. Like, no, if I was in her shoes, I'd be like, oh, you're just lying to get on this quest. Like we told you no, and you can't take it for an answer, and now you're trying to get on this quest any way you can. It seems yeah, to me like, like, like she's, he's might like, be a oh, hunter. why
0: would I lie? And it's like Zoe has a million reasons why she thinks he <laughs> might lie. Like <laughs> at the same time, she is baseline anti men, so she already isn't going to want to believe anything Percy says, regardless of what he does. Yeah, because she just doesn't like being around men. Yeah. So he yeah. is already working that- with that disadvantage
1: yeah true but yeah okay yeah
0: <laughs> so there's a lot yes, there's a there lot is of problems an inherent here. bias no argument <laughs> yes <laughs> glad we can all agree on that at least so um <laughs> they say like okay we have to get out of here because these skeleton warriors however zoe is not about percy coming along with says he has to go off on his own. Which, funnily enough, that would actually work out in their favor, since the skeleton warriors only have Percy set, not theirs. So they really could kick him off on his own, yeah. and they would all be perfectly fine. There's still this other monster to worry about, but it would be one versus thirteen. True, but also, actually, did Percy it would ever tell, tell different... them like advantage? Yeah, yeah, you're right, Lauren. Percy does not you know? tell like, them like that two it's targets. just going to be
1: after him, <laughs> which is like. <laughs>
0: How convenient! a smart thing
1: for him to do. I mean, I wouldn't mention that. <laughs> I'd be like, "Let's put enough uh, cannon fodder in front of me before I I enter battle." You know? Oh my god!
0: <laughs> oh my goodness! So, Talia I don't have to be the that... fastest, faster than the bear. I just have to be faster <laughs> than you. <laughs> exactly. faster You get in the last place, person
1: he's looking at all of them and i don't know who is slower than him out of this group except for probably bianca unfortunately mm-hmm.
0: yeah well, grover <laughs> maybe if grover was wearing his fake feet that's what i was thinking too yeah. yes so percy might sabotage his best friend to survive <laughs> i don't think he would be able to do that bianca maybe grover no But yeah, so Thalia says like, oh, Percy shouldn't have come however he's here now. So let's all go back to the van, which of course causes another fight between Zoe and Thalia because these ladies have issues and a secret dark past that has not yet been revealed to us with Thalia saying like, oh, you're not the boss. I don't care how old you are. You're such a little brat. And Zoe says to Thalia that she never had any wisdom when it came to boys and she could never leave them behind. Which which point they're about to get into a fist fight, but luckily a monster shows up, which puts an end to that for now. <laughs> so yeah, we have like this, and I think this like is a little bit of like callback again to, uh, like you said, to the uh, St. Louis Arch where there's a whole bunch of uh, pedestrians, just normal mortal people, because there's, there's a little kid that mm-hmm. goes kitty, which is cute. Yep. Yeah. Yes, because we had the the kid. Echidno- <laughs> And whatever her monster thing was. Oh, the chimera. Yeah, it was like looking like a chihuahua initially. And the kid was like, puppy. Is like, that's not a puppy, sweetheart. Like like this kitty. It's not mm-hmm. a kitty. It's not a kitty. No. So, yep. Never and Percy says like, this is a monster he has seen before. Specifically when he, Grover and Annabeth, were on their train heading west back in the first book. When he saw a lion off in the distance that then like ran away living its lion life. But now it's here right in front of them. The Nemean lion. Okay. I love this so much. And I will come back to this with like in later details in this fight. But I feel like this Nemean lion is more of an animal than a monster. And I want to know what I want to know more about this lion Is it like a specific (laughs) lion? Is it the same lion from Hercules? Is it like a breed of lions that have now populated North America and beyond because of whatever? Like, are they like the centaurs type thing? Like centaurs turn to dust when you kill them, but each centaur is an individual. So is each lion an individual? Is there a lion family? Was it actually the same lion or was it just a lion of the same kind? Alright.
1: <laughs> it it is interesting because like so many of the monsters that we meet, I think, have they have consciousness to them. They are sentient beings that have uh emotions and they can talk, and majority of them, like they seem like they're almost people like, except that, you know, when you kill them they go to Tartarus and then they reform. So yeah. then you get stuff like um like these like the Nubian lion and you're just like well this is more like an animal than a monster so what happens here which is really it's really cool cuz you think about like the the cyclopses the um the the centaurs the um every individually named monster that's like one of a kind or something those are almost they're aside from like the chimera which was definitely more like an animal that she treated as like a a pet um all of them are kind of they're like they're actual like you could hold conversations with them essentially so it's really interesting then we get like this lion which probably if it is just like more animal like it's probably just doing what a lion does and it doesn't want to hurt them it just thinks it has to or it's looking for food or it's been trained and bred to do this and now they're just gonna like have to fight it and it's so upsetting
0: I know, like I initially thought when Percy was just like, oh yeah, I think I saw that in the wilds of probably New Jersey in the first book I don't know, but like uh, it's like, okay, so this lion was running free, doing its lion self, like being best, living its best lion life, and then the general comes along and is just like you shall go to the air and space museum (laughs) I love. I feel like we should have you on for prophecy readings or other creepy voice moments. <laughs> I love but yeah, no, that's a great question. Like, is this <laughs> is this lion currently possessed or something? Is it being paid for this adventure? I, like, what what's in it for the lion right now?
1: I don't think. <laughs> I think it's probably being like fed or trained or something. Yeah. But either way, moving on. Um, Talia <laughs> is like, that's the Nemean lion. Nobody move, which I don't get that. Like, she's like, nobody move, and they all just sort of like stand there while the lion like roars at them. I mean, it's not a dinosaur, it can still see you when you're stationary. Um <laughs> and then Zoe's like, Okay, okay I know, when though. I tell separate on my mark, and like just you know, we're gonna we're gonna scatter and distract it. And we <laughs> Grover's like, until when? And she's like, Well, I think of a way to kill it. And suddenly they scatter. Like, one goes right, one goes left. They're all over the place. Um, Grover is playing his uh, reed pipes as arrows are whizzing by. Um, but nothing is working. And it uh, it does back off from Talia's, uh, you know, terrible, ugly AAE shield. Um, but it doesn't uh, control it for long. It's about to pounce on her, so um, uh, Percy takes a swing at it, trying to get its attention, but instead of it um, cutting through, it just bounces off, and then the lion uh, attacks him with claws, ripping off a chunk of his coat as he's like backed against a railing, and- I'm gonna need you to stop right there, Lauren. Can I finish my sentence?
0: Yes, yes, you can. But then we gotta- uh, The lion jumps
1: at him as he jumps over the railing, and- falls, at least until Lachlan gets her thought out.
0: Yes. So again, big issue question is, of course, if this is a Rick issue or an editor's issue, because it says that a chunk of Percy's coat is ripped off when in the last chapter Percy is flying on blackjack to remember how cold he is because he left camp without a coat or his long underwear from the camp store. And then at the end of the last chapter, the zombies rip off a chunk of his t-shirt sleeve. And now he has a coat. Where did the coat come from?
1: (laughs) I honestly think he got into the Air and Space Museum and stole a jacket.
0: When did he have time for that? (laughs) He was trying to warn his friends. Well, not his friends, two friends one friend, one frenemy, and two enemies. Who have to be teammates? Maybe he's what did it while he was sneaking around the natural history museum and like listening to the conversation, the general. He's listening from the gift shop where he stole a jacket. Some serious rick apologists. Energy over here. Right now. <laughs> well, we have to. Fill I in mean, the it's lights. not the she only. Magically got a jacket. <laughs> we have to make it make <laughs>
1: sense. <laughs> I'm cool but, with yeah, Percy on a, a jacket. Coat.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, Percy has a coat now, but slightly less of it than he had before. So good for him. So yes, Percy jumps off. Lauren, what else you got for us?
1: Uh so Percy jumps off and lands on a old-fashioned silver airplane, which immediately tips over and he goes flying four stories down below three stories to the ground. Um and the as lion is like happened. trying to sway- Oh yes. Oh no, he is not he's not he did not fall. <laughs> he is like holding on for dear life as the yes. lion is like playing with him like he's a chew toy. <laughs> and all of a sudden, um Percy realizes That unlike its fur, its mouth isn't protected. Um, So Percy starts yelling at it at Zoe to target the mouth. As um, they do not do that, Percy ends up sliding off the uh, (laughs) spaceship onto a huge model of the Earth. Uh, He slid from Russia all the way down to the equator. Um, As the lion is like trying to follow him on all these giant displays. (laughs) <laughs> yes the russia well, rick is a former teacher and then go south he's a history he, well, he was his history teacher that was English. um i don't know i have no memory i think it's history because i was listening to a different episode of our podcast earlier and either you or someone else said history so <laughs> that's what i'm thinking i like that you're um, citing
0: yourself but you can't remember yes
1: <laughs> um so Percy is like finally on the ground and as the um what's it called is the lion is still trying to attack him and Talia Grover is trying to yell at Grover to clear the area because there are kids now running around everywhere um as the exhibit is smashing to the floor because the lion is too big for it Talia jumps down um and is uh on the other side of the lion, who's trying to figure out who to attack first. As Bianca and Zoe are like, they're up high, but they can't uh, get a good angle. So they're yelling down to get the lion to open up its mouth. So Percy is like looking around. He's trying to figure something out. And then he sees the gift shop. And he's remembering something from when he was a kid that he's made his mom buy. And he's thinking, ding, ding, ding. Got it. So he yells at Talia to keep the line occupied as he runs into the gift shop. Um, and Talia, instead Pause, of being like, hey, I just want what- to ask. Yes.
0: Sorry. If you went to mm-hmm. a go- like, so did you guys go to, like, museum gift shops as a kid? What would you buy?
1: Yeah. Ooh. Oh. When I was a kid, That's I really cute. liked, like, baseball caps. But now I, like, want a t-shirt if I can. Um, I used to get notebooks, but then I'd never use them. So I try to get like a t shirt yeah. or something. Though I went to a spy museum once, so I got the first um James Bond book. Ooh.
0: I collected Ooh, I went to the spy museum once too.
1: Mm-hmm. It's it, it was, was cool. I
0: got a James Bond t shirt. <laughs> 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 what if it's the same James Bond t shirt?
1: Oh I got like it at the book.
0: It mine that has time. Jaws on it. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> Um, yeah i collected snow globes that was my big thing but i also just enjoyed looking at all the stuff mm-hmm. that's good time i
1: have uh a- yeah. yeah.
0: i yeah. love looking mm-hmm. at the polished rocks i would like oh, spend like yes. hours looking at the polished rocks and then be like pick out two and my parents would be like you spent by like you spent fifteen minutes looking at this and you grabbed two rocks that you liked. I'm like, well, I had all of these ones that I liked, but I had to narrow it down. <laughs> mm-hmm. Process. Before we get back into it, Lauren and I were both correct, according to Rick's blog. For fifteen years, Rick taught English and history at public and private middle schools in the San Francisco Bay Area there you and go. in Texas. There we go. We were both right. I'm sure there there were listeners screaming at us the whole time that we were both right. But now we know that we're right, and that's what matters. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm sorry for making fun of you for citing yourself. It's always good, <laughs> good.
1: It's hey, always hey, okay you if you're correct. Yeah, you gotta get that
0: citation in there. Yeah. Um, What's the point of recording yourself <laughs> if you don't cite yourself in the future?
1: Speaking of which, we take our information from uh, Rick Riordan's Percy Jackson and the Olympians, The Titans Cursed, originally published in. And I can keep going if you guys want.
0: <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> when was it published? Two
1: thousand and nine. Two thousand. No. Seven. Oh. Mm-hmm. I, I Seven. just opened up the copyright. Yeah. And we also talked about
0: it in the last episode as well, which is how I knew it off the top of my head.
1: Oh, I forgot go. that. It's a quiz. Quiz question. So, (laughs) as Percy goes running to the gift shop, Talia is like, Sure, I'll distract the lion. I can do that. As Zoe is like, What the hell? What you doing? There's no time for souvenirs. Um, Clearly, she has never watched Young Justice. Um, Percy runs into there, and he's sort of running around looking for stuff, and he finally sees it glittery silver packets. He scooped up a bunch of them, every single flavor and ran out of the shop back into the to the uh uh the lion area bianca and zoe are just are wasting arrows at this point like they know it's doing nothing but they're still just shooting at it um i'm wondering if they have like a magical supply where like their quiver never runs out or if they like hawkeye Mm -hmm. in the original avengers movie were just really lucky
0: (laughs) my immediate thought was hawkeye like what's the deal with that I mean, I feel like I it's, kind it's Hawkeye, Hawkeye just, like like a style. blessing from Artemis. <laughs> what? Yeah, I also I think it's a little more Hawkeye style because I feel like there's a. I don't know if this is a spoiler because I don't know if it actually happened, but I feel like there's a magical object that is a quiver that just completely replenishes itself all the time.
1: I want to say that's something in Dungeons and Dragons.
0: Okay. Yeah. I, don't um, I I've never played Dungeons that. and Dragons so I don't know if I would have gotten that <laughs> yeah. from there but um <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's through. a magical item in here. I mean we'll keep we'll keep an eye out in the future but I can't think of anything off the top of my head with that. Um I mean I personally think it's a blessing from Artemis that they'll always have arrows ready to go. But, you know, that's just me. You can think whatever yeah. you want. Yeah.
1: Ah. Huh. Um, I'm
0: so nice. Though. So, so they're just as we're paused, either way, I immediately got infuriated um, as soon mm-hmm. because I figured out what he was going to throw into the lion's mouth as soon as it said <laughs> silvery packages, and I got infuriated because <laughs> those things are were my favorite treats as a kid like when you went like we i would go to like the science and industry museum in chicago and we would get those and they were amazing we would buy like five packs and spread them out throughout the months to like sparse them out we'll get into it but it's it's bad this is bad press Um, for a good snack i
1: i will say that when i did go to the air and space museum I did make my parents buy it, and I did not enjoy it. Um, now, you, dear listeners, <laughs> well, may be wondering... that's because you
0: had read Percy Jackson
1: before it. <laughs> yeah, yes. probably. Percy influenced me. <laughs> you were um, biased you're, not like uh, it. Yes. So, viewers, if, listeners, if you're still wondering what we're talking about, don't worry. We'll get there eventually. Um, so, Bianca and Zoe are just wasting arrows as Talia is just, like, slowly but surely getting backed into a corner... And she's jabbing, but it keeps pushing on her. As she yells, Percy, get ready. Do whatever you're going to do, please. There's also no mention of what Grover is doing here. I'm only hoping that he's still getting children out of the room and not just, like, hiding.
0: Um, oh, no. He's, like, Grover's doing a little a jig in the corner he's doing playing
1: the <laughs> um, Talia gets swatted by the lion as she goes flying. Um into uh, a rocket ship on the side as her head just hits it and she goes down. Um, As Percy is like, hey, 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 to get its attention. Um, So he decides to get its attention. He's going to throw something at it. And what does he have on him except Riptide? So he throws Riptide at the lion. Um, It sort of bounces off him, but it gets the lion to look at him. Um, So Percy is... uh, just staring at it as he's getting this uh this food together into like little chunks so he can throw it um the lion um I'm sorry I just lost my place uh the lion turns towards him and Percy realizes he's got to get close to it so he runs at it as the lion leaps at him and he chucks the uh space food pouch into its mouth a sh- chunk of cellophane-wrapped freeze-dried strawberry parfait. Mm-hmm. The lion does not like it, starts gagging. Um, Percy is like, yeah, no, it was not good. It was not good. Um yeah. he's yelling at Grover to get ready as yelling. Ice cream, Zoe, to get by the
0: ready. way, is the worst. <laughs> what? Out of the space flavor space ice cream that you can get, strawberry flavor is the worst because it's trying to be a natural flavor and <laughs> it doesn't work. Of vanilla or chocolate. It's like, ooh, weird texture. Love it. <laughs>
1: I'll have to try it again and give it like a fair shot because I am a chocolate fan.
0: There we go. Yeah. Um, it it, it definitely day. doesn't taste like chocolate, but it's, it's, <laughs> so- <laughs> it's something. What a great endorsement of this product. Um Grover
1: Success. is playing. Grover is playing a song on his pipes from somewhere. As Percy is trying to get away from the lion as it's choking down the space foot, the space food packet, and <laughs> Percy yells, snack time! So the lion responds by roaring, <gasps> and Percy takes that opportunity while its mouth is wide open to throw another packet straight down his, uh, its mouth. Thankfully, Percy was a really good pitcher, even though baseball wasn't his game. And I love the idea that Percy played baseball because I believe... Um, Sally signed him up for baseball because it was one of the very few non-contact sports. Like, I think she was afraid that if Ooh, she put him in, like, yes. a contact sport environment, like, it would just end badly.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he but was... still, like, like the learning how to grip animals. the bat, it's
1: similar to a sword. <laughs> oh,
0: there you oh, go. Oh, yeah. There you go. Early training.
1: But also, like, I feel like one of the reasons Percy would have hated and, like, I, I, I didn't hate softball. But, like, it's not a timed sport, so it goes very, very slow. And there are times, especially once, like, yeah. kids start pitching, where you're just sort of standing out there and you're like, come on, just somebody hit the ball. Just hit the ball. Just just hit the ball. And nobody's hitting the ball because no one knows how to hit and no one knows how to pitch because we're like, you know, in third grade. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Percy playing baseball. And the lion is still gagging as Percy's throwing more and more ice cream and then free d- freeze-dried spaghetti dinner down its uh, into its mouth and then Percy yells, I yeah. cannot attest to these
0: things. <laughs> <laughs> You're only a space ice cream connoisseur. I'm only at the ice cream I- spaghetti, no thank you. Yeah, that the, the actual like dinner items does sound riskier. Yeah, yeah yeah no, really, it does yeah. i don't i mean I I... they probably get desperate enough they're willing to eat anything up there but still yikes yeah true but i mean it's like, like really the main reason i'm okay with not going to space it's like i will live off of ice cream <laughs> if i go to space like i i will die in space then so i don't need to go to space <laughs> but i, I also love think that's, that's the like, one thing like, holding you
1: back I think, like, real yeah, space food that actual astronauts eat is probably much better, and they have much more variety, and Hopefully. they don't taste like that. Like, right. I'm assuming. Like, they wouldn't sell the good been, stuff at the you have gift hopes. shop. I enjoy it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and it has been, like, what, 15 years since this book came out? I feel like the technology has improved now for, for space food. Exactly. Hope? I can only you, hope. I don't know. Anything oh, that yeah. has to go to space has to be fully de- dehydrated.
1: Ugh. But then I think you can just drink, like, dehydrated food. Eat dehydrated food.
0: Yeah, but... Like beef jerky? Yeah, I guess. Send <laughs> them with a year-long well, supply of freeze beef some dried bananas.
1: Well, no, oh, I go. don't know if you guys... On TikTok, there are these hikers who are, like, going on a hiking adventure for, like, four months. So they're, like, freeze-drying all... They're, like, dehydrating all of their food right now. And then they're just gonna, like, eat it on the trail. Like, you can make you're going to have water while you're up there. You can just freeze-dry ev- ev- or dehydrate everything for the ride up and then just rehydrate it when you get up there. But
0: don't you need that water to drink? Yeah.
1: You can make more water. <laughs> if NASA is not setting so you up with enough water, then you have other issues.
0: <laughs> that is true. We never talk about how, Actually, how they they, they recycle their water. Oh... Well, that's and the second thing. Me back Another reason going to I'm space. okay with not going to space. <laughs> you know, space is looking worse and worse. I really hope we don't have to abandon this planet before I die. I don't <laughs> want to go. <laughs> oh hope. I'll take my chance um, with the radioactive deer. <laughs>
1: so. The lion is not enjoying its space adventure with food, um, as it throws its mouth up and is just trying to like do anything it can to like I and it's also like it's not even it probably tastes bad, but also Percy is throwing it straight into its mouth. It's probably choking to death right now. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about let's let's think it's about the choking a bit. hazard.
0: Oh my god. Oh and yeah. the cellophane too. So like you have the gross tasting you also have the wrapper. That's that's also a part of this. Oh, too. I didn't like, even that think that could be the that. part that tastes bad. He might love the food and just the wrapper, the cellophane wrapper is what's getting him. Um, oh
1: so, yeah. Yeah. Percy yells now. Nah! And arrows start flying into the mouth as it thrashes wildly, turns, falls backwards and goes to the scale. Um And alarms are still going off. Security guards are running around. Um, Grover goes over to help Talia and uh, Zoe and Bianca drop down from the balcony And Zoe sort of like, is like, that was interesting strategy. As Percy's like, hey, it it worked. Um, And she just sort of ignored that. She ends up picking up, uh, because the lion, instead of turning into uh, dust, it turned into a glittering fur coat that seemed to be shrinking. Um, So Percy, uh, Zoe tells Percy to take it um and percy's like isn't that like a animal rights violation or something and so he's like you're an idiot it's a spoil of war of war you came up with the p- uh with the plan it's yours um this also so Percy back
0: to a conversation we had when we first saw the hunter's camp where it was covered in fur pelts and we were like why why is grover support them if they have all these like animal furs everywhere like they seem to have this weird connection to nature, where they're also fine with all these animal deaths.
1: Well, I like, think it's because yeah. I think with when they talk about like taking fur and stuff, it's about more like the natural order of things, and either population control or just like not taking more than what you deserve, or not taking from the wrong types of animals. So it's more of a mutual respect, where it's like. And um, like more using for, like, survival and stuff. What?
0: Like, using all parts of the animal?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I,
0: I can support that. I can support that aspect versus, like, I don't know, maybe calling people out right now, but, like, you hunt deer for fun and you don't actually use it in any way.
1: Yeah, exactly. Know? Yeah, yeah. Like, they're, they're hunting for survival. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, and I think them showing them. that they actually use the the fur like shows mm-hmm. that, okay they use what they kill. All right, cool. So, something we did not think about before. So yeah, yeah look at us learning learning Wait, and growing. How how did you picture his jacket? His new oh, jacket, I it like, like the magical that. one that appeared the, the, disappeared um, and now again. Yes, uh, yeah, and so he now lost have his a old new coat. Duster. I imagine it like the fur coats his from the Chronicles of Narnia. Like the, those those <laughs> giant thick like duster type coats. I don't know if that's the right word for it, but mm-hmm. the Chron- Chronicles of Narnia vibes is what I'm getting out of this. Yeah. For some reason when kid, I first I... read this, I imagined it as a letterman's jacket, like a fur letterman's jacket. Which is in no way in the description, um, because I don't even think it's supposed to be fur. Like once it transforms, doesn't it? It doesn't even look like fur. It says it's a lion's pelt, so I think it is still fur. But but it turns into like like more leather.
1: Yeah, when it looks like the duster, I don't think it does. Which, like, when I was a kid, I had no idea what that meant. But I don't know, I just, I, don't know. I wish it had been, like, something different. I do not like the fact that it turns into, like, a brown duster. Like, I just, I think yeah. uh, Rick was like, what do kids wear? Oh, yes, this. Like, it's just, make it, like, a Letterman jacket or, like, a baseball jacket or, like, even just a normal black coat. Like, so many other options than, like, making him yeah. look like... Like, Google, he kind of looks like wannabe Indiana Jones. Like I know, Google I Googled Ground it, and Duster. I was just like,
0: so this is sort of like the Tenth Doctor's jacket, but not. But it yes. sorta, it's like a long, floor-length, fitted trench coat type thing.
1: It, You know what? It looks a little like someone's cosplaying as the Tenth Doctor and couldn't find the right coat, but was like, this is yes. close enough. Yep, that's exactly it. But yeah, no. Um, I don't agree with the choice, but I mean, it is what it is.
0: <laughs> it is. Yeah, a and Percy doesn't really agree with it either because he does say oh, it's not really my style, which is correct, and we can all see that. <laughs>
1: okay. mm-hmm. I also love the fact that Percy is almost like willing to give it up because it doesn't match his like style and aesthetic.
0: I mean, he already gave yeah. up. He's his just like, "Hey, shoes Talia, this sort of book. matches
1: you a little bit more." <laughs> I yeah. You' kidding? It would look terrible on Talia with like her, with her like <laughs> punk know, like, aesthetic, and then just like yeah,
0: yeah. It's like Percy always wants to give up to his clash with all the black, his new things. Yeah, like he gave up the shoes that Luke gave him in the first book to Grover, and has like oh, I don't really want this code, actually, but he had
1: to give those up.
0: But at the same time, I don't feel like. Flying six inches off the ground would have been enough for Zeus to take him out of the sky. I
1: I don't think in that situation. But Zeus was already pissed at him. He didn't want to piss him off more.
0: (laughs) That's like Grover could like barely fly over the fence at
1: Walrad. Grover is a little bit of an uncoordinated mess.
0: Don't be rude to my boy. That is mean. (laughs)
1: <laughs> um, anyway. over does do something really cool here where he um, here we go. uh plays a Barry manilow song and distracts all the um security guards and everyone giving everybody a chance to escape. um Zoe says security guards aren't our issues as they see out the window um gray men in gray camouflage who's uh, who are looking straight at Percy. Um, 13 of them Percy then admits go they'll be hunting me I'll distract them as Zoe in the quickest character arc turnaround of the series goes no we go together you're part of the quest now I don't like it there's no changing fate you're the fifth quest member and we're not leaving anyone behind and that's how the yeah. chapter ends well,
0: there we go. I,
1: well, I mean, never enjoyed how so quickly dramatic. she changed her it. mind on that one
0: Yeah. I mean, she has existed in this world for a long time. Like, she said last chapter that she's been around. At least its cars came into existence, you know? So yeah. we still don't know exactly how old she is. Like, she's been in this world for a very oh, long she time. She speaks in these and nows. Yes, yeah, she does. And she
1: is aware Regularly. of how, like, the Which is can, weird. Yeah. It's weird. She speaks these and nows. By the she way, hangs out with, she... Like,
0: she like messes up her these and thous a lot in this chapter, and I was quite annoyed. Like when <laughs> when she like says, uh, like when Percy first appears, she goes you that like, and then like she yells you, and then says something with the thou in there, and I'm like, say it, thou, like I don't like ye, like y- you're you're doing this, commit like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like I she love never the idea. Used you.
1: Mm-hmm. I love the idea that she's turning it on and off to annoy people. Like when she's just hanging out with like the hunters, she's down with like teen lingo, and she's a true like <laughs> uh, she's using all the aughts terms, but when she's talking to like outsiders, she's like thou, thee and she throws like a little accent in there. I just that's what I picture. And I really hope mm-hmm. that's true. <laughs>
0: well going back to her like character arc turnaround like what I was saying but like with the face like she's aware that things aren't always going to go her way because there are these greater forces at hand like she wanted Phoebe to go on the quest but then that was taken out and so she was working against the prophecy in a way by saying oh only four of us are going to go and they tried to convince themselves it was going to work because camp can control the weather it could be the land without rain but even then that was them trying to interpret the prophecy which as we know never goes according to plan and so she is realizing that because Percy was able to defeat the monster like none of them knew how to defeat the Neenia land he was the one that figured it out so he has for the moment proven himself capable enough and has inserted himself enough that Zoe has realized that he is supposed to be the fifth member and this is how the fates wanted it to be this is how it has to go whether she likes it or not so
1: yeah, I just <laughs> yeah, I just think she, like, accepted it a little too quick. But at least she accepted it because that sets up the rest of the book, including our next chapter, chapter 11, Grover gets a Lamborghini.
0: Yes. I mean, good so for I, Grover. Last, last thing I will say, though, is that it, it is funny how Percy says specifically, they're hunting me, I'll distract them. And then Zoe's like, oh, no, you come along with. And, like, what we said at the beginning they would be fine if they leave Percy behind. The skeleton warriors won't be going after them. So Zoe is now bringing this onto herself and everyone else by saying Percy can tag along. But I Percy mean, would definitely if at die, any point, just- no, like he reveals later, like, oh, well, they would only be chasing me at this point when he's already a part of the team. Like, oh, well, yeah. we just said that you're a part of the team, so you have to come with us, but if you would reveal this information <laughs> earlier, maybe you wouldn't be coming. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> so, what um, song, anyway, what Barry Manilow song do you think Grover played?
1: I'm going to be honest, I, I don't know any Barry, Barry Manilow songs.
0: Manilow. There, there it I is. Know, so I know, when I first heard vocal. it, I was like, what, what is it? And <laughs> but I googled him, and his, uh, top, one of his top songs is uh, Coca-Cabana. Oh, like oh yes <laughs> K- 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 K-
1: K- yes um, I, I, I really also hope it was
0: K- the song, K- i don't know what that is uh could it be mm-hmm. magic i think that's is that a song i don't know and oh, then hey, can't yeah. smile without you that's the top hmm. songs on his wikipedia page there you go my, my, those why would you Kavana? trust wikipedia as a source no. <laughs> because not trusting it is supporting capitalism and the limit of knowledge
1: because i also it didn't want did. to go
0: to his website and see his vegas show <laughs> oh is he still touring he is he not has a residency in, in vegas started, yeah no idea who this man is oh my god the top <laughs> oh he questions the top question mm-hmm. other people or people ask was what disease does Barry Manilow ha- have so what disease does he, he have he has <laughs> oh <my> atrial fibrillation <laughs> afib oh, well it's he gonna... a heart rhythm Oh, I do know about. We're that. gonna stop cool. this. What help um, preparing Manilow's voice? This is getting sad. <laughs> this is so dark. <laughs> we're gonna
1: we're gonna end this Barry Manilow. <laughs> we're gonna end this ba- Barry Manolo, uh shaming. Um, Quinn, thank you so much for coming. No awareness. Do you have any? Awareness, uh, bringing awareness. Yes. <laughs> um, do you have uh, anything that you want to plug? Any last minute thoughts? Where we can find you in a non-creepy way. Yeah,
0: you can mm-hmm. listen to my podcast and my co-host podcast, Megan Peterson, Monstrous Woman uh, uh, podcast, wherever you listen to podcast, I feel like I've said podcast so many times. Um, and you said it's yeah, a podcast? Uh, you. It, it, it is a podcast. You can listen to it with your <laughs> ears. It's a magical thing. <laughs> Final thoughts. I think there is a um, species of Nemean lion running free in North America. And all we have to do is find it. Cryptid
1: finders unite. Cryptid hunters. There you go.
0: You've been given a mission. Go for Yes.
1: Well, thank you so much for coming um yes and please join us next week as we discuss chapter 11 Grover gets the Lamborghini um please uh, if you can um you can you really can I believe in you if you can rate review subscribe um as we said especially last week, especially rate and review it's rate and review I'm sorry <laughs> um spotify lets you now give stars for if you like a podcast my only problem with it is you can only give it for the podcast as a whole you can't do like individual episodes and we get it there are some some episodes that aren't as good as others but think of like our best episode ever and rate us only off of that one um and if you would like to uh, only give five stars yes but we're not asking for five stars (laughs) because i don't like doing that I feel like that's, you know. Yeah. We said like, we
0: wouldn't pander. We okay. pander for, for reason ratings above, not for the pop. quality
1: of your rating. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um whatever you feel and, is appropriate.
1: Yes. Um and if you'd like more content, please give us a follow at Accidentally Vaporized Pod on Instagram and TikTok. Uh thank Maybe. you so much and we'll see you next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>